Adulting is a roller coaster of really high highs, low lows, and everything in between. If you are in the thick of this ride and changing your mind every two seconds about whether you are enjoying it or not, you're in the right place. Every two weeks, join the Adulting Out Loud hosts as we talk through our experiences as certified adults, offering each other encouragement, inspiration, and a good laugh. We hope to leave you feeling refreshed and ready to face everything adulting has in store for you. Thanks for listening. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Adulting Out Loud. This is Yvonne. I'll be hosting for today. So today I'm excited. We are doing um, a topic that I think it's important to discuss. Personality types. Personality types. Um, These days is this term we use. When somebody is too much of something, we keep saying, hey, that person has a personality. But I think, <laughs> you know, but I don't think we know what we say when we keep saying, hey, I met somebody today who has a personality. And that is what we want to discuss today. Uh, so what types of personality um, do we think we have, Yunia? What's your understanding about um, personality have... types? Okay, I think what makes that person mm. uniquely them, because Yunia is no, is different from Yvonne, is different from Carol. So we are all girls, yes. Um, we are all age mates, yes. But what makes me different? from you, what makes me different from Carol is that personality. Mm. And I think I think it's a, it's a mixture of science and mm. Um, mm. socialization is what makes us who we are. So yes, some people are born uh, like you're born with a personality. I see it with my daughter. Like you, she there was some her personality was, would shine through even when she was a baby. Like you'd see she's like this, she's like this, but there are some things that you can see she has along the way she has learned to to be and to do. So I think it's both. I think it's an interplay of both um, science and social and, and socialization. And by science, I mean I think yeah. you're born that way because of genes. Mm. I think maybe you take up your mom or your dad or your grandparents, you know, like there are some personality traits that you have because mm. of your parents or because of your family lineage. They have that <laughs> thing, you know, they are maybe quiet or they're doing or, but then there are some things that you'll pick up because you've been true. socialized in that way. Mm. So, yeah. True. That is very true. And um, I think this is something that has come forth in the last two or three decades. I know personally, even when doing marriage counseling, one of the things you're encouraged to do is get to understand each type. I mean, what your spouse's personality type is um, for you to be able to know how to cope with them. So, Carol, when did you do your first personality type test? (laughs) I think I did my first personality test in uh, in uni in university mm. during my uh, my bachelor's uh, studies. Uh, well, maybe because of the nature of the program that I did, and so this there was a whole course uh, on this on human behavior at work. So in this, uh, we actually uh, studied 
uh, personality types and all the different ways that people behave. And as Junior was saying, all the 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 individual traits that make people who they are and those form labels that we put on people. So it's indeed combination of yeah mm. science, but I think also psychology. Actually, most of them, of these models and tests are developed by psychologists, actually, to help put a, a name <laughs> on the way people mm. Yeah, so for me, my first test was done uh, while at uni, and yeah, the results were quite interesting for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, like, uh, when I out my test results like it was quite different from everything else because not so many people were in that category like wow. uh, yeah not so many people oh. were, uh, were melancholic I would say like most people were like you know cholerics and you know yeah the mm. sanguine, especially sanguine. That, that had a lot of people and my reaction initially wasn't like of excitement or this is true and 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 factual about me um carol carol you've mentioned one type of personality tests uh that people take Mm. and i think it's the most common one where we have the four the melancholic the sanguine the phlegmatic and the choleric mm. but there are so many others sometimes you hear somebody say i am fire yes somebody else will say i am ass you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> then we have the there's so there are quite so many yeah um we uh-huh. advocates, uh, I don't know, uh, diplomats, defenders, defenders. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> explorers, <laughs> explorer, yes, explorer. Uh-huh. then there's the Enneagram one, I'm a nine, I'm a one, I'm a six, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yeah. So maybe we can just go through and give our own experiences. Um, just mention we can start with the common one the one that has the four that carol had mentioned earlier tell us when you did your test because i know the three of us have done that one actually we've done quite a few (laughs) um let's start with that one tell us what you what you majorly are and give us a trait or two both positive and negative from that personality unia um so i'm a phlegmatic mm-hmm. and th- i've got that result consistently every time i've done that test it always just comes phlegmatic phlegmatic um but the percentages change so sometimes it will be phlegmatic sanguine is it phlegmatic yes like it would be both but in percentages but mostly phlegmatic mm-hmm. and the positives of phlegmatics. <laughs> I'm even so shy to say because some people are going to listen and be like, really, girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> so the positives, the positives is they are calm. They are calm people, especially under 
pressure. They don't mm. like they they do well under pressure. Actually, they, they they keep calm. They don't give in to the pressure. That's one positive, which I think I have. I actually think I'm very calm under pressure. So that's one I agree. Mm. With. Then that they are they are easygoing. Mm. They are easygoing. Yeah. They are flow. Like what comes is what comes. They are, you know, like just easygoing. They don't like ruffling the feathers so much. So. Yes, yeah, they keep things calm and they are easygoing. So that's now their positives are also their negatives incidentally. So because they are easygoing and they are calm, they are not ambitious people. Like they can just go along with life. They just go along with life. Like that, they seem demotivated, and it's it's actually an annoying trait for ambitious people, for like choleric people, or, you know, people who want to get things done now. Like you know, phlegmatic really just annoy them. And then another negative trait is, mm. which is also a positive. We are not confrontational people, but it's also a negative because then when they when there are issues, when there's conflict in a relationship they'll just sweep it under the rug. They won't confront it head on. Wow. Yes, phlegmatics know how to pick their fights. I think we are the inventors of that slogan. <laughs> Learn to pick your fights. <laughs> um, Carol, what about you? You'd mentioned melancholic. Yes, I already mentioned that. And for me, this has also been consistent, actually. Wow. All the tests I've done, they come out with this. So mm-hmm. for us or for a melancholic, usually we are uh, we are thought to be thoughtful people and mm. more like mm. more is inward looking, introspective. And then mm. the other thing is uh, like I really consider or take time, slow to act because I'm observing and analyzing all the options, what might be, what not, might not be. And so decision-making sometimes, or most of the time, takes a while. But if a decision is made, really, it's like I can't, re- I won't return that seat. And I'm deeply very, uh, sure of what I have decided and, I think that pays off with the with the slowness in acting, and then yeah. <laughs> melancholics like to be quiet and and take and be and spend time alone. Like spending time alone isn't really a problem. <laughs> really mm. fine because we we like solitude because it helps us to. Like just think, be in your mind, uh, reflect on your life. And except when we are with very close friends and family, we are not quiet and introverted as people may may see us initially. Um, so, so I think because of that, then really that is our weaknesses as well, or what I see as a weakness. Because of that, then it's mostly like you, like I struggle with, with perfectionism, mm. you, you you're driven by purpose, and so you set high standards for yourself personally, but also for the people in your circles. You you think of people to be uh, to be up mm. to that standard, and because of that, uh, yeah, we struggle with evil. And when people don't measure up, 
because of the ideal you've created in your mind. And yeah, so that really turns out to be a weakness. And then also if you are struggling with being good and doing everything well, then you have anxiety <laughs> about the mm-hmm. or even like you worry about anything in the past that you think didn't do well, a past mistake. And a combination of that actually is not good because sometimes it can, I don't know, it can result into some kind of uh, depression or things that you yeah. talk about to people. And yeah, it's a struggle to be vulnerable with some of those struggles because you look inward and you think, well, I, I can actually solve this by myself. And so it's hard to like open up to people and we are reluctant. So we come off as having this wall that it's hard for people to, yeah, to let people into our lives or to, to break through, which is, yeah, which is a, a weakness. And also I sense that because we, we have this strong sense of purpose, we, we have, I find like I have a self-awareness. I know my value and things that I hold so dear to my heart. And Mm. that uh, makes me very sensitive or makes a melancholic sensitive to criticism, especially when such values uh, are facing criticism. It's like, no, don't touch that area. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah. And we are, trying to so then there's also a tendency to burn out because you just work and work because you you're driven you're wanting to achieve achieve all the things mm-hmm. you've set for you all the things you've set mm-hmm. yourself and you know you want to be alone because you there is something you're working on or there is this thing that you want to do and yeah then we come off or i come off as distant from people sometimes and yeah, we tend to also be now selective on who we relate with and a bit discriminatory <laughs> in, in, mm. into our lives, which is, yeah, which is really good. But I think yeah, it's always like that. <laughs> what is positive is also the negative, actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah yeah i've actually like that one for distancing my, my dad is a full melancholic okay not 100 percent, but that mm. it plays majorly mm. and i've seen him do crazy things when it comes mm. to protecting his own space yeah mm. so you would have guests he will come say hello mm. and go to the bedroom and you will not hear or see him again exactly. even if you're staying there the whole day Mm. which drives my mother crazy because she's a sanguine so Ah, for her she's the life of the party so she doesn't understand why you'd embarrass her by (laughs) not being there (laughs) i know know, but it's draining to be around people for so yeah you always have that tendency you want to withdraw that's very interesting. Um, also, interestingly, as the host of the podcast, we, we are all into the introvert's back bracket that now carries the phlegmatic and melancholic. Mm. Because I'm also a phlegmatic, 
Mm. And my secondary, I'm 75. Most of the time it gets to 75, 70, phlegmatic, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. rest melancholic. Really? Yeah. Well, you carry your, your what? Your 75, melancholic. melancholic, 25, phlegmatic. Oh, really? So I'm the one carrying this podcast. At least my sanguine yes. nature. <laughs> I know, right? Thank God for, your, for that element. <laughs> So it's quite true you're the life of the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's interesting to know. So girls, um now that we've done these tests and we are aware of what our strengths and weaknesses are, do us knowing our personalities affect our day to day in any way? And um because personally I think it does. It mm-hmm. does affect uh, I'm more conscious about some things that happen but not more so on uh, on my side but on how I view other people and mm-hmm. I'll give an example when something happens with my husband he is a choleric choleric mm-hmm. sanguine so there are things he will do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I will more or less excuse him because I know his personality and sometimes there are good things mm. so it go ahead have your way mm. if it makes you happy mm. but sometimes there are not positive mm. things mm. but i tend to mm. being the phlegmatic who doesn't want to deal with things i'll be like no it's okay that's, that's his personality mm. no that's funny so you avoid it. yes it's like i'm not going to bring this up yes, yeah I'll i think it does in our day to day for me mm-hmm. knowing my personality it does play in my day-to-day life and i think it's like Yvonne. it's like in in the sense that um also knowing the other patterns also helps me to be able to sometimes just be like okay that's who they are that's where they are coming from or you know and not be like but why are you like this why do you do things like this? you know And yeah, for the people around mm. me, for my husband, for my siblings, for my daughter. My daughter, I think, is a sanguine. Definitely. A yeah, sanguine. she's a sanguine. <laughs> so, um, I think it also helps in the sense of, um, not so for the phlegmatic, but these are the te- te- uh, tests we did, the 16 personality types, yeah? Mm-hmm. You tend to also know why you're drawn to certain careers and which fields you would fit in better. Mm, yeah you know yeah. so that even when mm. opportunities come you're able to know which ones are actually for me which ones are not for me you don't just mm. um take things because they come your way that self awareness mm. that the personality tests give you is quite important mm-hmm. but caro allow me to ask yeah mm-hmm. do you think we use this personality type things as an excuse to have bad behavior or weakness that's just the way i am absolutely <laughs> like we do we do and it's actually uh sometimes unfortunate that we reach that extreme of of using that to excuse bad behavior or to get our way because some personalities are really driven and so people like they people just excuse them i see this play out at work a lot mm. sometimes you know in meetings uh people have the audacity to even you know 
maybe speak unkindly to someone because, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm open. I'll just confront and tell, tell it the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but also, even in our own families, we, we know our personalities and sometimes you're, you're like, well, yeah, we know maybe so-and-so is not driven. So even if she doesn't achieve anything, it's okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think since the two are like all, like every personality, as we said, has a positive side and a dark side. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that, that we should have a balance to strive to, you know, advance the positive side more than the dark side because the dark side will already be there but how we handle it is is really uh yeah crucial even when we have an understanding of how for instance phlegmatic might behave uh when it's side of their of their personality it's sad when they use it as an excuse for yeah, decision or even for for bad behavior. I think I agree with Haru. Yeah, why you know your weaknesses is so so you can do better. That's right. So not not so you can use use it as an excuse. That's very true. And um, as Christians, I I don't know whether we've come across um one book by Tom LaHaye. I don't know whether I've said it right. And it talks about the Holy Spirit controlled temperament. Mm-hmm. You know, we just can't excuse the fact that um, once you have the Holy Spirit and, you know, once you have God in you, there are some things that just can't pass. You just can't pass by some things and say, but that's just the way I am. No, that there must be a difference because of the God in you. Mm-hmm. So learning just to, to that, having that self-awareness but not just being self-aware and not doing anything about wanting to be better. That's true. We must always strive to be better regardless of what our personalities are, mm. you know. And there's nothing wrong with learning new things. Mm-hmm. So if, if another personality type has something positive, why not, why not try learn? to incline, yeah, incline mm. yourself to be that kind of person you mm. can't be wholly mm. that person of course but there are things you can pick from them yeah yeah mm. so people stop saying that's the way i am <laughs> what do you want me to do what personality do you guys think go well together like what is <laughs> actually that's, that's what i wanted to ask next like do you think people with the same personality can live together <laughs> Yes, um, I agree. People with the same personality can live together and can, yeah, can make it together in life. Uh, well, I see that in some of my friends or friendships. Like you, you, you tend to see the people you're drawn to, like people who just understand you because maybe they are also similar to you. And that brings comfort at some level. But yet, I think growth may be limited. Because you're all the same, or you're similar. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, <laughs> I think we can live together, <laughs> but I think growth would not even like growth would not even be limited. It would be stunted. Because honestly, no, no. I tend to think, as much as Carol is saying, we tend to get attracted to the people that you know have the same personality type. I tend to disagree. I think we. 
like the opposite. opposite. Secretly, uh, yes, the opposite. Yes, we want what they have to be Mm. part of us. Mm. So a sanguine would be drawn to a melancholic in the sense that I want calmness in my life. (laughs) Yes. I know. Like they're like, how do you do? How do you do it, Carol? Like, yes, I want a fire extinguisher. Yes, I think uh, for me, it's just to to encourage us to see to see the beauty in our personalities, just who we are, and use that as a chance and an opportunity to to learn from one another and and uh, pick up on things that that are in other people and aren't in you. The good things, and not mm-hmm. it, you know, as I know as a as a platform or something that we can be defensive about and also to use it as an aspect to compartmentalize our lives to say I I am sanguine or choleric because that doesn't define who you are because it changes and even though it gives hints on why you behave the way you do and why you react in particular situations the way you do i think there is we are much more than what these personality types tell us and i think mm-hmm. living in, in community and seeing the beauty in other people is really what makes us live in harmony and 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 be better people than we are to others mm. i think i think like carol i agree um as a lover of these tests, <laughs> I really love these tests, but I agree with what Carol is saying. They, you should not let them box you in. You're so much more than what can be listed on there, you know? You're so much more, and it, you're not just a flag or a choleric or... And um, to know that, but also to to yeah to learn that so this is who i am and this is how i react how i do these are my strengths to let those strengths shine through like really really shine and for the weaknesses to improve on them rather than using them as an excuse but to also try and understand the people around you your friends your family your boyfriend your girlfriend your spouse your children like just trying to understand them i feel like it makes life easier and better when you know like okay maybe Uh. this because this is who they are you know and also to correct them in love because you, you you're getting where they're coming from and also the the fact that um we'll keep having new experiences in life that will keep um altering our personalities i actually believe in that strongly Mm, because yeah. I've seen a sanguine become a phlegmatic. Mm, I've mm. seen a choleric. Um, you don't lose everything, but sometimes, you know, your percentages change. So you can't keep saying, I am this. You're evolving. You must evolve mm. with whatever experiences that are coming through into your life. All the same, guys, it was nice having you. It was nice discussing this. Um, we will post both the different personality types uh, together with this podcast. Please take the test and share with us what you find out about yourself. It will be very interesting to learn who you are. Also, share the tests with your friends and, and family and spouses. And just get to discuss, have a discussion what this means for you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening in.